is Clayton Howe's Entertainment X. For this episode, I chat with Sonny Vatcher. Sonny's an independent film producer, and he's also producer of TED Talks. We talk about all of it, from his early inspirations to standout advice from mentors and so much more. So I hope you enjoy this part one with Sonny Vatcher. We're back. I'm Clayton Howe, and today with me on Zoom is Sonny Vatcher. Sonny, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Clayton. I'm really excited to be here with you. There's so much I want to talk to you about. Everything from TED to Hollywood casting and film studio and, of course, the great artist. But I want to take it back to the beginning of time for Sonny Vatcher. What were your entertainment dreams growing up? Well, you know, for Sonny, it was all about uh, really learning from, you know, from influence of stories that we would watch as, you know, as a child uh, back in India, actually, since, you know, because I come from India. And so for me, I, I there's a big influence from Bollywood and big influence from like television there in India. And I always wanted to be the one that was creating the stories and creating the characters and producing such really wonderful little projects that would bring change, you know, yeah. um, to the future generations, to the youth, as well as to the adults. And so my inspiration always came from, you know, the fact that I learned from from watching so much of television and films that back in India. And uh, there was there were, there were always so many different genres from romance to uh, to to something very educational and uh and also very colorful stories you know which were all about culture and you know coming of families together so that really helped build my interest was there one particular moment in time where you were like oh heck yeah i'm gonna do this absolutely there was <laughs> so many actually but I'll, <laughs> but I'll, I'll i'll tell you about one moment for sure, sure. i think it was it, it was definitely about a decade ago when um, I was leaving behind my corporate uh, finance career, and that was the one moment in 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 my lifetime where I felt like, you know, if if I'm going to pursue my dream, if I'm going to pursue storytelling and and trying to change the world and change the way that people become who they are from the power of cinema and television, then that was the moment. If I hadn't given myself that chance at that point, then I certainly wouldn't have been here today and we wouldn't be talking today. Uh, I turned around and gone back into the corporate finance career world and found myself another job and been perfectly happy there. But creatively, I would not have been fulfilled. So I knew at that point that that was my one chance to turn my life around, um, you know, to kind of break the barriers, um, break the rules that I had for myself, even break my own cultural rules of having a proper job, having a proper career and, you know, and, 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 sort, and sort of, you know, living a cookie cutter life. So I have to say 2011 was the time of my life where I made that decision and I jumped into the creative world with absolutely zero zilch, like nothing in my hands. Uh, and I started from scratch. I, I'm so glad we jumped right into this. I didn't think we would talk about it until a little bit later, but since we're here, so thank you. Um, fear, 
Was there fear associated with it? And how did you deal with that fear? Fear is something that will absolutely stop us from what we're doing, stop us from what we, what we want to do. Uh, and yeah, 100%, I had fear. In fact, I think till today, I still have some fear. I think it's important for us to have some fear you know, within ourselves as we move along day by day because it keeps us on our toes. And it also really allows us to give our best to whatever, to whatever type of endeavor that we are trying to accomplish. Now, uh, the first few years of, you know, joining the industry was extremely fearful because coming from a background that had nothing to do with being creative, um, and that had nothing to do with producing or even starting a company on my own, you know, it was absolutely scary because I didn't know if I, if I would be accepted by people who would, who I, who I would be surrounded by. Um, because from my understanding, I always just heard that, you know, it's sort of all about who, you know, and, and you have to make connections and you have to have relationships and coming into it with no relationships with nobody that I knew I was extremely just frightened, to be honest, sure. um, that I could I could step into a room and I could be asked to leave, uh, you know, at just about any time you know, of that meeting. Um, yeah. What was that? What is so the stuff that we can't see on Google <laughs> or LinkedIn? What were those beginning moments for you? Who were your mentors? What? bridge the gap from finance to entertainment if you could walk us through that a little bit just the early days sure um so taking it from the finance world you know i come from the corporate finance side where i really got to work with a lot of numbers and a lot of budgets and and big time budgets with with corporations sure. so Taking that into consideration, you know, I had a project management background, which I knew that I could very much adapt into, uh, into going, in, you know, going into the entertainment industry because I could bring things together and, and creatively bring things, uh, creatively bring things together. Yeah. But the jump from finance to entertainment was not only um, a daunting one, uh, and a scary one, but it was also something that was completely brand new. Um, you know, there were, to be honest, I think I have to say that one of the, the first mentors I had would have to be myself. Um, and I say that because again, like I said, I didn't have any connections in the industry. Right. I didn't have anyone to look back on. So the only person I could really look up to was myself. I could, I, I could, you know, I could turn around and, and, and I could say to myself that, hey, Sonny, you have to be your own friend. You have to be your own mentor. You have to be that support for yourself because you don't have that. You don't have someone standing behind you and telling you what to do, how to do it, or guiding you in, in the right direction. So I give myself that credit because I stood there alone. I walked all those roads alone and walked into rooms that I did not, where I didn't know anyone complete stranger to the to the world and complete stranger to the people that were in the room and so I myself found found a mentor you know 
um, within myself to give me the confidence, to give me the empowerment, to create something I hadn't done before. But beyond that, you know, if I were to put names and or put some examples out there as far as mentors, I would have to say that I looked up to um, to producers from India in Bollywood, as well as some really famous famous actors from Hollywood like Charlie Chaplin as and also um, I, I look up to um, I look up to Lucille Ball because these are two the, the these are two creators that from from the yesteryears from those really really wonderful times who had the confidence to to not only create really amazing stories on screen uh, yeah, but also build a relationship with their audiences. And um, besides being judged and besides being pushed to the side or being called for anything, or even for, for example, you, you know, being, being blacklisted, uh, you know, which I believe there was such a thing back in the day, and still being able to come out of that and standing their ground and being the actor that they were, being the creator that they were, showcasing to so many younger people in the world that you can be anything you want to be if you if you have the power to do it. Um, you know, being able to make people laugh, cry at the same time is not an easy job. No. And those, I, I, I looked to them as a chance to, uh, to be like them actually, to have that thick skin um, you know, and take anything that, you know, comes at me. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that you brought up two, two like older artists <laughs> who haven't been around oh, for some time I, that, you I know, mean, I, it's, it's been my, look, if I ever had a chance to be an actor or, or if, or if I mind, if, if in my next life I get a chance to be an actor, sure. I, I will hope and wish that I, I take birth as, as, you know, one of them as Charlie Chaplin or even as, as Lucille Ball, um, because there's just so much power. There's so much depth in, you know, the, the kind of talent that they had. Um, and the fact that they were able to garner so much love from people around the world. I mean, I'm like, I, I, I was a kid back in India, you know, um, like back in the eighties and, 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 and I knew about these characters, I knew about these people and I, and I was already a fan. I, I would already try to imagine myself being on television with them or being behind camera with them, you know, mm. too bad that, uh, you know, I, that I'm not from their time, right. but mm. if I was, my gosh, that would have been a whole, whole different world for me. Yeah. I want to, and I appreciate you doing this with me. I want to jump around a little bit and bring it back to lessons learned and what your parents taught you about work ethic my parents always you know taught me to 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 give to give my best to everything give my 100 to give my 100 percent mm. but most importantly to be honest with the kind of work that you do and to not cheat in the kind of work that you do because cheating can only take you so much, so much further. Um, because at some point when that cheating does come to, come to realization, it brings you right back down to where you started from. Yeah. And you're back at square one, you're, you're, you're back at the starting point, 
and you're now wondering where did I go wrong? Mm. So they always told me, whatever you choose to do, make sure that you're proud of it and you're happy with it because the moment that you're not being true to yourself, that is when you know that what you're putting forward is not real and it's just a facade that you're putting on to create something for yourself that may not even last forever. Um, and some of the, and this was, this goes back long ways because my parents and, and, and even my grandmothers have given me really, really wonderful, you know, values, um, and have taught me to, to be as kind and as to be, uh, to be as loving as I can to whoever it is I'm working with, um, and I'm creating with. And I think two most important things here is being kind and being loving. That is honestly the key, and it's something I've learned and something I take with me wherever I go. How have you gotten better at asking questions along your life path? I have to say, I think I'm still I'm still getting better at it. Yeah, it's you know, like asking questions, um, having a reason to be curious about something questioning the way that life is moving along or, or a certain production or project or story is moving along. I find, I find that it's, it's more of a progressive uh, platform and more of, of a progressive time and moment than it is about, okay, I learned how to, how to ask better questions from that one time. Mm. But I think, I, I think for myself, it's, it's the fact that, um, I just tell myself that, you know what, if, if I'm going to walk into a room and if I'm going to be different than the rest of the crowd there, then I, then I need to be, I, I need to have confidence, you know, on that. I need to have confidence for myself that I am unique. Um, and, and what I say, what I do matters that there is representation for someone like me, you know, in that room. And if there isn't, then I have to create it. And if, and if, if I need to create it, then I have to, I have to speak up and ask, I have to make myself heard. So, you know, as nerve wracking as it might be for many people and, and as it is for me too, I personally believe that you just have to push yourself, you know, out of your comfort zone, uh, in order to achieve bigger than what, you know, bigger than what your goal is. And, uh, and sometimes, you know, I think it's just also really important that when you walk into a room, when you light up a room with your smile and you light up a room with the way you welcome people and you and you greet people, it does stand out. People want to know who is this Sonny? What, like, why is he smiling? What is he happy about? Uh, I want to be a part of that you know, happiness that's like going around him right now. And I find that, I find that with other people when I walk into a room or, or I go somewhere. And so I, I wonder, you know, what, like, what is it that make that makes that person unique? And so that makes me want to question more and raise topics and talk about things that I may not have before. Um, and it often leads to really wonderful connections and it leads to myself connecting with people on a very genuine level, um, finding finding things that we have in common. You know, sometimes it's it's you know as simple as small little things in life um, that really connect us. You know, 
So I think that's been my biggest like learning point with, with questioning and asking myself questions and even asking, you know, questions to others is, and how I'm growing up with it. Yeah, this is, you're, you're bringing, (laughs) I have two questions that come out of what you just said here. And the first one is your independent, unique self. You're not copying anyone. I mean, we obviously want to take from other people in terms of like methodologies, ways they do things, you know, there can, there can be a little bit of copying in the sense of, Oh, I like the way that person goes about living their life. So, you know, they're really positive. So I'm going to copy that in a way, but to have this true independent self that you just described, which I, I love, what was that discovery for you? Was there ever a moment where you were, uh, copying someone too too much and then you had a realization oh i need to be more independent have you always had this very independent self what was that what was that journey for you i have yeah i have to say that i definitely have stepped in those shoes before and have tried to be like be like other people in the very beginning of my career hmm. um you know, when you get into entertainment, you start to learn about what what people are are doing, you know, to your left and to your right. Uh, you start to read about how someone is creating a project or how they got into a certain, certain role. Um, and you start to think about ways that you can do the same thing. Um, and of course, like I started off in the industry and I started with acting and, you know, I would do just about you know everything that I would hear all the other actors do. Um, if I walk into an audition room and I heard someone say something quietly on the side, I would write that down in my phone and look it up online and go do that same exact thing. Um, but by doing that, I realized that that's not who I am. It's It doesn't make me me. It, 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 that's not who Sunny is. And Sunny is somebody that you know, is, is, is down to earth, but also somebody who is, is very excited about making, you know, humble connections. Um, and on top of that, making really close relationships and that too personal relationships, not just business, but personal. Um, so, you know, trying to be like other people, which of course I think many people have done in the industry, it, it brings you to a point where you realize that, you know, you're not going to be any kind of, you're not going to be any different if you're just like that one person or if you're trying to be like somebody else. And this is something that my grandmother taught me too. She always told me that no matter what it is you're doing, make sure that you, that you are not copying someone. Don't be like that person next to you because if you're like that person next to you, then how are you going to be any different? Where is your uniqueness in that? You know, if somebody is doing something bad, why do you want to step into that and do do the same thing? So, you know, she forced me to create my own, my own, like, my yeah, my own persona. Yeah, this Um, independent identity. It's yes, that's a great piece of advice too. Um, Yes, yes, absolutely, and that's and that's sort of. Like I tried it out. I tried to 
be like other actors. I try to be like, you know, other creators in the industry. But I then I just went back to realizing who I am, what I was taught. And the fact that I have somebody, you know, up in the skies, you know, looking down at me and probably wondering, why aren't you following uh, who you are, Sonny? Why aren't you being that, that one, one great kid that I had, I had, you know, turned you into that I had helped you become. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing, like, I don't want to disappoint, you know, somebody who's been such a big inspiration to me, you know? Um, and at the same time, I want to make sure I'm different. I want to make sure I'm creative. And creativity ha- is a spectrum that has no ending and no starting. Um, it's a circle. It has no corner. I love that. I love that. I want to talk about the creation of Hollywood casting and film studio. Um, what it is, how it came about, and then also I want to touch on Ted and, of course, the great artist. But what were the order for me? Because I know the internet can sometimes be a fantastic place, but also mess up the order. <laughs> so I don't want to speak out of order here. Uh, if you want to pick the first one, and then we'll we'll head on through it. Sure. So I can kind of give you like an overview and then speak of each one. Love it. Um, and so about one year into, into acting and I was just trying to get myself, you know, into the industry because I didn't have any connections. So I was trying to learn as much as I could by being an actor on how to create, you know, stories, how to create productions, how do you go on about create studios? Um, and one thing I experienced as an actor was I would always find myself struggling to one, find, find auditions. Um, two, I would always be, I would always find myself going to ex- extremely weird locations for <laughs> these auditions yeah. that were absolutely not professional. Right. Um, and three, I also found that there just wasn't a like centralized um, platform that that would really allow me to connect with um, you know people in the industry and build connections and build friendships and start creating stories and content. So the, the so Hollywood casting film was sort of born from that, born from the idea. Um, and born from my own experiences of going through auditions in places that weren't professional, you know, walking into someone's like home garage or someone's apartment was absolutely not professional place to go audition for. And I question now, I wonder how those people back then, they were, they were even able to, you know, like hold those kind of auditions in such places. Cause that, that just is something you shouldn't be doing. Right. Um, and, you know, not knowing and, and also not knowing where to find auditions was, was, was a struggle for me because I, I, I would look, I would, I, I, and like generally speaking, I would look to Craigslist because I didn't know anywhere else. So I would look to Craigslist to find projects that were casting, find productions that were, you know, going into filming and were looking to grow up. So I didn't know where and I didn't know how. And so I thought, you know, the best would be to start something on my own 
Um, and I met my business partner at that point. It just so happened. And I met him on set of a commercial. And we came together about the idea of creating a space that was safe, that was professional, and that was central, and that was a place where talent and productions can come and they can actually uh, they can connect and they can create content together. Um, and so Hollywood Casting and Film was born. We launched in 2012. And what it is, it, it's, a, um, it's a digital casting platform and a film production studio that brings together as many up and coming filmmakers to connect with um, to connect with established and experienced creators, filmmakers, and also film executives. Um, it is a platform that really allows um, producers, directors, writers, casting directors to connect with actors beyond just an audition and be able to go on and build relationships and build uh, and build stories and you know actually go into production of films and television projects. Is there a, you know, it's so, you're bringing up another fantastic point about the oddities <laughs> of Hollywood and how there are, you know, these very sketchy, odd places that you would audition and you've created a, a very professional, centralized setup. Is there a vetting process or any any sort of process in which you're bringing people into this family or has it been basically pulling in the right people because of the energy you've been putting out? So it's a combination of both actually. Yeah. Um, it, there is a vetting process which I'm a part of, which my business partner is a part of as well. We, and as well as my entire team at Hollywood Casting and Film mm -hmm. is before we have productions joining Hollywood casting and film before they're even putting up a production that they're before they're even putting up a production that they're casting for. Yeah. We connect with the filmmakers personally ourselves and we do verify the credentials. We verify the productions that they've, that they've completed. Mm. We verify what productions are currently in development because the one thing we don't want is we don't want film, you know, productions to come in and sort of take advantage of actors. Right. And that happens a lot in the industry. Yes, it does. You know, frankly, frankly, yeah. it happens a lot. Um, you know, we of course also have had some examples, you know, at our, uh, you know, of course, off of our website too, there's been, there's been, there's been a few over the last nine years that, have definitely slipped through the cracks and um, and were brought to our attention, you know, shortly afterwards. And of course, we're then blacklisted from that from from the platform. But uh, that goes to show you that you know that something like productions that are that are not genuine are still they still exist. Um, we do work with the union. We do work with. Well, actually, we work with all of the unions from the from from SAG-AFTRA to WGA to DGA mm -hmm. and also to PGA, um, and we do we do connect with them to make sure that the, the the people that are coming through our system and our platform are people who are genuine about their their credentials right. and their credits. 
Um, and of course, the main thing is making sure that project that they are coming in with is an actual real project that is going to go into development or that is going to go into production, you know, if it is in development now. Right. And then, of course, the other piece of this is that we are the kind of people where we've created a very, uh, we've created a family oriented, you know, environment yeah. at, you know, at, at Hollywood casting and film. Our goal is to be that friend to talent and be that friend to the production. Um, like our goal is to help promote, help, help, ex- help bring exposure to filmmakers and to productions and to actors and really celebrate who they are and celebrate the work that they're doing. Um, and so naturally we do attract a lot of, you know, filmmakers who, who get drawn towards what it is we're doing for actors or, you know, what it is we're doing for filmmakers and they, they want to be a part of it when, you know, when we host events or when we're celebrating somebody on social media because of what they've done in their past as a, you know, as an actor or a filmmaker, it is something that, um, uh, you know, it is something that people see and they want to be a part of. You've been listening to Entertainment X, the podcast. You can follow Entertainment X on Instagram at underscore Entertainment X underscore. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join Clay next week for another curiosity conversation on Entertainment X. Thank you for listening. <laughs>